Welcome to McChesney Unchained, a new show on the DNBR Podcast Network. Before we jump into it, we want you to know that this is a little different than our other shows. Matt McChesney is going to give you an uncensored take on what's going on in the football world, and if you have kids around, you may want to listen to this at another time. McChesney's opinions do not represent those of DNBR, but they are real, and they come from a CU legend who spent six years battling in the NFL trenches. Now, sit back and enjoy the show. All right, welcome to Six Zero Strength and Fitness, Six Zero Football Academy here. This is McChesney Unchained, and this is a special episode today. We've got a little college football recruiting roundtable here with the Dungeon family and the guys in this program that have you know, earned the right to be at this table because it is damn hard to get here. We had eight guys signed early uh, on an early signing day. What was it, last Wednesday, guys? Last Wednesday. And I'll let each kid introduce themselves. Uh, Brian Crespo from CSU and Cameron Smith that committed to Wyoming are not here today. Unfortunately, they had uh, other requirements. But uh, we do have uh, six of the best that have ever walked in the door here at Six Zero around the round table. Scoot up, guys, because we only got one microphone. It could get pretty weird, but you know, that's okay. Um, and I just, I wanted to take this opportunity to, you know, all the parents are here and we've got some media here and we're just gonna talk honest, all right? If a cuss word drops, that's okay. They got a disclaimer at the beginning of the show. Um, <clears throat> At the same time, though, I want you to be honest, okay? I want you to tell people what this is and how hard you've worked for it because like we just got done talking about, there's a difference between deserve and earn, okay? And uh, you guys have damn sure earned it, right? But as we said, this is just the beginning. Um, like I said, the, I am Matt McChesney and this is the uh, National Signing Day uh, roundtable show here on McChesney Unchained on the DNVR. Uh, com. Make sure you go to the website and check everything out. Hats off to the staff over there. My man Henry over here, uh, balling as usual. Okay, so <clears throat> let's introduce ourselves, starting with the quarterback. Uh, yeah, I'm Max Marsh. Uh, I go to Eagle Crest High School. Where are you going? I'm going to K-State University. When you're early in, are you early enrolling? Yeah, and I'll be there January 18th. Awesome. Um, I'm Aiden Kiana Aina. I go to Mullen High School, and I'm going to the University of Notre Dame. Uh, I'm Reese Atterbury, and I, I go to Eagle Crest High School. And I'm going to uh, University of Michigan. I'm Carson Lee. I go to Cherry Creek High School. I'm going to the University of Colorado. The good guys. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Cole Taylor. I'm going to LSU. I'm from Grand Junction Central High School, and I play tight end. And drove all the way over here from Junction. That's, that's big time. I'm Chase Lopez. I go to Pomona High School, and I'm committed to University of South Dakota. So, man, I wanted to take this opportunity for you guys to talk and for us to kind of tell some stories and – everybody to kind of lay out, you know, what you went through in this room and 
you know, the times when you wanted to strangle me to the times where you wanted to hug me, because that, that's what this is. You can't have, you can't build character without a little confrontation, in my opinion. And one thing that's, that's awesome about you guys is, like I said beforehand, <laughs> I hate that I have to say this, but in today's society, we talk about this a lot. Every time I criticize or coach somebody, I have to, I have to sit back and go, okay, I may lose this client. I may lose this kid today because I criticized him or coached him too hard. Mm -hmm. And it happens constantly. You, you guys hear the stories. You guys watch the kids walk in and pay full price for a year and then quit two days later. I think it's the absolute model of insanity. And I'm pretty sure that all your parents, if you did that shit, would light you on fire. So that's what my father would do if I walked in and spent all that money and then quit. So let, let's talk about the process and some of the things that you guys have been through here. Who wants to go first? Carson, go first. Okay. <laughs> um, I started coming here when I just turned 15 years old. And I remember after the first week working here, Matt called my dad and said, what, what the hell was he taught when he was younger? And I, it was just, it was an awful, just, it was an awful couple of weeks trying to, trying to get in here and just learning the right way to do things. And I, I, I think I can attribute that and we all can to Matt and the persistence that he works with us and all the love that he shows us. And he's never gonna, gonna quit on us as long as we don't quit on him. That's all I ask. Just don't quit on yourself. I'm retired, right? Yeah. I, don't, I say it all the time, like, shit, guys, I'm going home after this. We're good. I'm straight. Right? We're always working for something. Right? Who's next? I'll go. Okay. Uh, I started when I was 14 years old. 14. And it was, it was right after we lost the playoff game my freshman year, and I had three teammates in here at the time, Elijah Brockman, Jalen Merson and Barrett Miller, they were all part of like the banquet and stuff like that. And uh, Jalen and Eli are both at Air Force now and Bears yep. at Stanford. So and I, I saw kind of the attention they were getting. So I was like, okay, uh, yeah, I can I can do this. And I started as a freshman. So I kind of came in with a little bit of an ego. You were a Concrete Charlie as a freshman, I weren't was. you? Yes, sir. And what's a Concrete Charlie? Everybody explain that if you don't know. Like the best on like you Always play both ways. Both ways. Both and who is Concrete Charlie? Right there, right? Yeah, there, right? yeah Chuck Benerick, right? Yeah. He was an all-pro at center and linebacker back in the day, right? Craziness. I wonder if he had CTE. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, um, so I kind of had an ego coming in because I was like, I just started every game as a freshman. Yeah, that, that shit was uh, pushed aside immediately. Yeah, I, I had 20 sleds the second I walked in. And I threw up a total of eight times. And I remember my mom dropped me off and drove back to the, bit, to the site of me throwing up outside the side of the gym. And she... Got back in the car. She's like, "You alright?" I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm in for a rude awakening. This is gonna be hard." But I mean, I wouldn't have changed it for the world. I've worked my ass off, but it's it was worth every bit of it. Damn straight, Lopez. Yeah, just all the hard work we've put in is just all the 5 a.m. sessions and just pushing sleds for 30 minutes straight or lunges down and back. Or how, how about when you everything. get how about when you get an f boy in here that doesn't want to do work or someone who doesn't finish yeah you get put in a group with guys who don't want to be here that's an easy way to learn how to leave yeah. Yeah. that's what I'm saying you know and exactly. the, one thing I can attribute here with Lopez too is all the shit you went through in your high school career as well that yeah. having to transfer in the middle of it from Valor to Pomona and the overcoming that adversity mm -hmm. being a leader on a new team and when Coach Madden called me the other day. I'm looking actually for some recruiting advice. No bullshit. Um, and he was talking about you, and he was like, yeah, he's, I've never had somebody that can walk in and immediately lead a group of men like Chase did this year. Mm -hmm. What do you think you attribute that to, dude? I mean, I, I'm sure it comes from Mama Bear over there. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just I like surround. I just love being surrounded by people who work hard and people who work hard just I don't know, just tend to cling to me, and so I just want to bring that to every program I'm at and just make sure everyone works hard, stay on task. Let me ask this question before we continue on this. How many of you guys had friends that were your friends before you started here with them and maybe aren't as tight if things didn't work out or maybe you guys went different ways because of this place? Like this may have been the fork in the road for you. For example, how many teammates did you have from Mullen that signed up and then just walked and never came back? I had two. Two? Yeah. We didn't have very many guys from Eagle Crest do that. Most of the Eagle Crest guys, most of them finished. Most of them. A lot of the Creek guys quit. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that is, but you know, it, it, is that something you guys experience? Uh, yeah. You don't have to call names or anything, no, no, but you but know, just like, circumstance. But just like we all sacrificed for this, like we sacrificed early mornings. Like yep. I didn't, you weren't hanging out with friends Friday night because you had a six a.m. workout on Saturday morning or Sunday morning because you. It, and it didn't matter. So you, you sacrificed a lot, and sometimes people don't understand, but that's their problem. They you know, and I, look, I remember listening to actually Coach Marsh, your, your pops, who's the head coach at Eagle Crest, Max, talking about, you know, guys saying that they're grinding. You know, we're grinding, we're grinding, we're grinding. And, and I, you know, the, the honor that I felt when I heard this story of Coach Marsh saying, like, hold on, hold on. Not everybody's grinding. There's about eight or nine guys in this room that are up at 5 a.m. three days a week watching tape and getting better, and then everybody else is asleep. Mm -hmm. So check yourself. I mean, when I hear things like that, the pride I feel is it's, it's, un, it's, it's, it's hard for me to put into words how that makes somebody feel, especially a coach. And, you know, from a leadership perspective, everybody's good, right? Where you're going, everybody's going to be good, well, especially where you're going. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. I mean, oh, damn. I'm watching them play right now. God almighty, it looks like a pro team. Um, but what's going to separate them at y'all at the next level is the ability to lead, the ability to talk in the meeting room, the ability to know what you're looking at, the ability to walk in and have a mental foundation so you can be successful. You know, it's awesome to hear the coaches talk and say things like, we can't wait to get them on campus so they can contribute. Not, oh, yeah, we're going to get them on campus and redshirt them. No, man, that's not the way these guys are talked about with the college coaches, and it kicks ass. How about you, Aiden? Oh, so I started here when I was 15. I came in. I really didn't want to come in. I'll be honest. I had my parents have Thank you, Stacey. to come in here. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't know if I really wanted to do this. And I got here the first two weeks. I was really wanting not to keep continuing. It was hard to adapt. I mean, I never had a coach like you push me in that way, in that style, I guess. And what, then, you mean on your ass all the time? Yes, <laughs> about every little That's thing. not good enough. Go harder. Chase the ball. Get your knee up. And then uh, over time, it started getting much better, and we started understanding each other more. And then I, I was told by Carson, I believe, when I, every time I walk in, I'm like Matt's little uh, squishy toy, stress reliever, <laughs> and I keep yelling at a group. And then I walk, he's like, Hayden, and yeah. stop. Take a, take well, a deep breath. Like, well, that's the All biggest right, misconception. Everybody, everybody's like, oh, Matt's pissed off today. And I'm like, I'm good. I'm fine. I just, I'm trying to figure out which one of these softies is going to react to my voice. And, that, and that's the key. Like, when you walk in, you do, you can hear you yelling from the parking lot. But it's, it, I, that clicked early, probably my sophomore year, it was, Okay, he's not just yelling to hear himself yell. He he has a point in everything you're doing. So it's and you, when you're able to like translate that, you're like, 
all right, he's yelling at me. I, I need to do something. Change him. You know what I mean? Well, that, that like, it, it's something that with my kids, I, I try to take this with my boys, too, is if I drop my tone or raise my voice, they know it's not F around time anymore. They get there, okay, daddy's for real. Okay, like if my wife has to say things more than three times, it is over. And I'm getting involved. And the, one of the best things about this group, one of the, I love it when like a guy who just gets here thinks that he's gonna be treated the same as y'all. And then that guy have to have a conversation with a parent, they're like, well, he says you're really nice to this group, but then you came over and you were just riding his ass all day. Why is that? And I'm like, well, your kid just got here. What are you talking about? I don't even know his name. <laughs> he just started. So it's, it's, it's something that you guys are going to, you're going to go full circle on this because you're all about to be the puke freshman new guys, right? You're about to be a number, right? <laughs> hey, number seven, carry the pads, six, seven, tight end, huh? <laughs> Speaking of the six seven tight end, how about you, Cole? Your 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 story is way different than anybody else's at this table. Tell it. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty different. I'm from Grand Junction, and football is definitely not a priority down there. Um, so when I signed up here with six zero, uh, you know, we post on Twitter and stuff right when we start, um, and you know, I caught a lot of flack from that. And they're like, "Oh, you're gonna drive to Denver and work out. You're gonna pay this money to work out," and it's definitely all worth it in the end, you know. Um, like Aiden was saying, you know, you push us different than any other coach in Colorado and stuff, and I think that really helps prepare you for college uh, because that's a, those coaches' job. You know, they'll get fired, they'll lose their livelihood if they if they don't push you like that and make you the best player. So I think you really prepare us good for that. Well, the, uh, the distance program's hard. Yeah. I'm hard on guys with the distance program because it's I don't get a chance to evaluate as hard. Mm -hmm. So the, the fact that when we got you in the program, the first thing you did was come over here and – Dan Grant came down and worked yeah. you out. And like, I was sitting in the meeting room and Dan's like, oh, he reminds me of Gronkowski. He's a tight end. And I'm like, sold. <laughs> yeah. um, and, yeah. you know, it's, I, I tell this story a lot. I mean, we just had a kid named Tyler Ward sign up. You guys met Ward? Yeah. Big quarterback from Aspen. Oh, yeah. Tyler's like 6'4 and a half, 6'5, 230, big arm, huge frame. You, you've worked out with Tyler. Uh, but he's an Aspen. He's an Aspen High School. It's a 2A school. I mean, he's, playing with frickin' frack up there and like the three amigos and like there's nobody on the damn team. And he's being totally overlooked and I, I use Cole's story all the time and this is the reason why. Cole's always 6'7", 250, 260, he could run. He could always jump, he could always play. He loved ball, his tape was good. It's about presentation. And that's what people don't understand. When I, when he's being evaluated by somebody and they're not, no one's vouching for him, and maybe his coaches aren't pushing him the way. And I'm not trying to say they didn't do their job. It's just not their job. I mean, Carson, I don't know if people know this, but you had to leave Grand Junction, right? Yeah, yeah. So you didn't think you would have as good of an opportunity, and you're probably right. Yeah. You're probably right, bro. So, you know, a lot of it is about presentation and who, when they see you, how they evaluate you, first impressions, things of that nature. So I remember I was, right before you got offered, okay, I remember UCLA coach Fry calls me and he goes, hey, we're in Junction, we're going to see Cole. And I'm like, cool. He goes, I think we're gonna offer him. So I was like, okay. So I immediately call coach Tucker and I'm like, do not let UCLA offer this kid first. And you know, and then that started the windfall and you started getting offered and your opportunities came. Proper presentation allows the athletes to be, to be put in position to actually succeed the way you're supposed to.
so you're not being overlooked and undervalued. You know what I'm saying? Because there's nothing worse than that. You guys see it all the time. For as much success as at this table, how many other seniors in this class should be sitting here with us? And they're just overlooked, right? Telling me Kai shouldn't be at this table, right? Grant shouldn't be at this table. They should. But it, it's a matter of taking advantage of opportunity when it comes. And Cole, you're going to LSU. And when I'm not going to lie, bro. I've told Max this. But when you picked LSU, I was like, bro, LSU never throws the ball. They've yeah. scored like 10 points total in the entire 2000s. They've never had a quarterback. What's he thinking? And then obviously you know more than me, man. How'd you know what was going on down there? Do you, you got a crystal ball or something? Yeah, no, you excited to go down there and play in that offense? No, and talk that, to us about that. That's crazy. That was, that was, a, that was a cool thing because, you know, I, I committed to them before they were the number one team in the nation. Um, you know, they were. It was before the season. Yeah, it was before the season. They were nine and four or something like that last year. Um, and so I, when I went down there on my official, I got to really spend a lot of time with the coaches. And, you know, they got the new passing game coordinator, uh, Joe Brady. And, you know, it's really cool because I trusted them a lot. You know, I put my whole future in their hands and stuff, and I trusted them by word of mouth that they were going to throw throw the ball more and throw the ball to their tight ends and Honesty. spread it out. And, you know, they were obviously honest with me. Uh, their offense is high-flying now, and it's a, it's a really cool thing to see, especially since, you know, I did that before the season, and I, I had no clue if they were going to do it or not. So it's cool to have a seed develop like it, that. It's pretty awesome to Cole and Chase and you know, everybody. It It's just to watch you have so much confidence in what you're deciding to do is another thing. The, you guys rarely waver. Like very, very rarely is it, oh, I don't really know what I want to do. It's, Coach, I think I'm going to do this, not what do you think I should do. That's one thing I love about all you guys. You're your own man. You're making your own decisions based on the information that you have. And that's something that I, if I can give you any advice moving forward, that's a huge part of this. You are holding the hammer, boys. Okay? My coach in college, Coach Chris Wilson, who, who's like a father to me, I love that man. And I hope that your college coach is that guy for you. I really do. Or that I am. I hope you have that relationship. Um, but he told me you get three times in your life as a player you hold the hammer. Two to three. Number one is where you go to college. Number two is if you're so lucky to sign your second contract in the league because you get to pick where you go for big money. Okay, I didn't get to do number two. I was just trying to sign a deal. I just wanted to be on a team, right? And then number three is your wife. That's a choice you get to make, okay? And those are three times you get to swing the hammer. Make sure you swing hard and true. And that's one thing that I can tell all of you guys is if when you get those opportunities, you swing hard, you swing true, and you believe in self. Don't ever, even if it gets hard and you start, you get to where you're going and it, it turns into a shit show and you start getting your ass beat. Remember who you are. That was pretty smooth. That was pretty slick right there, Carson. That's all that offhand and everything. Left hand. It's like a nice snap, like snap hand, left hand. Whoop. That was super smooth, son. Um, but it, it's, it's going to be something that when you start getting beat by the fifth year senior, okay? Not frustration, not, oh my God, how are we going to fix this problem? Foundation, drive catch, independent hands, blocking shoulder to hip, good angles, one step transition, finish through the player, don't drive him into the ground anymore, right? Because that's flag now, right? You can't body slam people anymore, that's flag. No more DDTs, that's 15 yards. You can just throw them, but you can't DDT them. I always loved watching you do that shit. Are you going to be able to grab a 300-pound lineman by his face and say, hey, get your shit together, I'm tired of getting hit? I know you are. Okay, taking that double team, playing as a freshman. 
All right, I'm pissed off. Michigan and Notre Dame don't play. By the way, that yeah. sucks. We gotta make. We gotta call somebody. Right? <laughs> yeah, make a few calls. But uh, Max, I, I wanted to. Everybody else has kind of given their spiel, right? Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about you, Max, and yeah, yeah. you're you're early enrolling at Kansas State, and yeah. you're taking a preferred walk on 105 there. And I remember talking to Coach Klein, and Coach Klein was a preferred walk on 105 mm-hmm. at, at at Kansas State. Came from Loveland High School, and to listen to him say, he reminds me a lot of myself. From a, from a leadership standpoint, from an athletic standpoint, it excited the hell out of me. And I think you made an incredibly good decision on where you're going to school. So talk about the decision you made yeah, and, okay, and, so. and the ability to believe in yourself enough to take the walk-on, because there's a, there's a huge misconception with walking on, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It, it's something that I encourage guys to do, and it's equally as hard to get as a scholarship. In fact, how many walk-ons are they bringing in? Like six, seven? Yeah, okay. They don't bring in a lot, so it, yeah, it's pretty great. And there's 25 scholarship offers, so it doesn't matter how you get in the room, right? Mm-hmm. So elaborate on yeah, that. Yeah, so um, Coach Klein came down to uh, Eagle Crest to school, and he talked to me, and we had a good talk, and then he told me to come on a visit just to see how it is. And when I went on that visit, um, it was awesome. that They beat Oklahoma, and I knew like that was a place I'd want to play at. Um, and then a couple weeks later, Coach Kleiman, the head coach, he called me telling me that uh, they're going to give me a PWL. And then right after that, Coach Klein got on the phone and said that I reminded him a lot of himself um, and that I can come in as long as I'm a leader and do what I do. That's a big part of a program. And so I believed in him, and he's from Colorado too. So go love him, high school, right? So uh, everything that Coach Klein said, I, I believed in him and bought it. You're it. another Grand Junction guy, yeah. right? I mean, it, just imagine if. You know, no offense to Grand Junction, but man, find a way to keep your guys at the school and maybe to teach them something and diversify the offense a little yeah. bit. And you might be killing people. It's crazy, man. Because Chase Penner and Cameron Pollard were from there too. So much. Chase as well? Yeah, he's from yeah. Junction. Shut up. Yeah. Penry's from Junction? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> dude, you got to be killing everyone. Good Lord in heaven. All right, so that, that's pretty damn cool, actually. Um,. <clears throat> My man Henry wanted to ask some questions too, so get in here and ask some questions. All right, I'll he, get he's in here. at DNBR with me. He's the man, bro. So introduce yourself. So I'm Henry Chisholm. I cover CU for uh, DNBR, but I also work a lot with Matt on stuff like this. Um, so we've been talking a lot about all the fun you guys have had here, but I want to hear about the bad parts. Uh, so if Carson, Carson, if you could pick the moment where like you most wanted to gouge out Matt's eyes and tell us about it, that'd be incredible. I would love to hear this too, actually. I think it was actually, I don't know if I had the ability to gouge out his eyes at the time. <laughs> you was, still was, don't. It was, it was, it was, it was after my I got an agent attrition on you, bro. <laughs> it was after my, uh, my physical evaluation, like my fourth day here. You can ask my parents. They came in, and an hour and a half later, I was like blacked out, sitting in the chair, like not knowing what had happened to me. I had just pushed like 20 sleds. I did more than I'd, I. I'm not a puker, but that was about the closest I've ever been to puking after a workout. And like I said, like I was blacked out in the chair for about an hour. And I was like, "This is real. Like I'm gonna have to buckle up the chin strap and <laughs> get ready to go because oh my god, now, that was probably the toughest thing I've done in here. My, my worst part was actually going against this guy. Maybe internet famous could put me on my ass. <laughs> I remember when you when you got up and you were like, "Son of a bitch!" And I was like, "Reese, just relax, learn yeah. from it." He's like, 
you're going to post that? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, son exactly of a bitch. That's exactly, exactly what I said. Sure enough, I'm like, on Twitter later that day, I'm like, D-line, like, video. D-line video. The D-line video. The D-line video reposted it. 75,000 views. I'm like, oh, my God. And I was like, oh. I, and then, but then again, like, a week later, I he got me with the long arm on that one. So a week later, I swiped it. And, and he fell from, over. Yeah, and then you got it. to post. Yeah. I, I was, I but there's just no O-line vids. No O-line vids, man. No, 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 no love for the bad guys. <laughs> but but look, the ability for you to uh, think about this: how many guys have quit because we post? Oh, tons, tons of them. Like people get angry at me, like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you posted my kid losing," and I'm like, "What? Yeah. You can't believe I can't believe your kid got thrown on his head and quit." <laughs> like, how about we it's learn from bad, it? Yeah. It's not like he got dropped by some scrub. It's you two are both yeah. killing people out here. I mean, that's the beauty of this place: is the ability to go against someone good every day. There's a difference between losing to someone you're not supposed to lose to, and there's a difference between losing to someone that's really good and learning from it. All right, the, the best way that I became a good football player was when I got moved to offense, okay? I had to go block for 16 straight weeks, Sean Ellis and John Abraham. And if you think getting your ass, oh my God, it was pre-concussion revolution, and you wanna talk about getting your ass kicked. Holy hell, just <laughs> throttled on a daily to the point where you walk in and you're looking at yourself in the mirror like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this shit. These guys are beating the hell out of me. But it, it's, it's pretty funny to hear that stuff. That was the worst part. That was the worst part. I didn't even oh do anything. God. It's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, sorry about that. Anyway. Oh, oh, it's Go okay. away, Kay. Oh, for me, I mean, my early, earlier experiences, but one that reminded me, I came in here at 4.30 a.m., Cause he's like, let's do a 4.30 a.m. work. I'm like, why? <laughs> and so I woke up at three and I had to drive down from Brighton, came down here and I get here and then I just see the entire parking lot full of cars. I'm like, oh, I thought oh, this was a personal workout. I walk in and he's like, hey, what's up AK? You're gonna be working with this new group of a five new people. Yep. And you're gonna lead them. I'm like, what, what? He's like, yeah, these are brand new clients and you're gonna be in this group because you gotta lead them. Do you, guys, so, do you guys hate me when I do that yeah. to you? Because I do it to you on purpose. I do it to you on purpose. It's fun leading them, but at the same time, oh, they're it you know, like, it, it's fun. But once you get into it and they start cheating reps, and then yeah, you have to get, you get punished with them. I, mean, well, I don't even say anything, right? When I walk up and I go, exactly if he screws up, it's on if you do this again, and I'm pointing at them, and then Aiden's like standing next to me, and I go, I'm going to punish you. Yeah. And Aiden's like, me? Like, what did I do? It's like big brother to little brother relationship. Like, if you mess up, I'm going to. We were doing falling starts and the guy, and I forget who it was, he couldn't drive his knee. And you're like, Aiden, make him drive his knee. I'm like, drive your knee, please. He's like, well, you know, drive his we're pulling out the wooden sleds and we're pushing those all morning. He's like, please drive your knee. And, and he drove his knee, didn't he? Oh no, he didn't drive his knee. So then we pull out the sleds and for the last hour of the morning, we just start pushing sleds down and back and I down do and back. And down and back, and I'm like, I that at that point I just looked at him. And I'm like, I really don't like you today. You love me now, though. Oh yes, I do. That's right. That's right. Well, you got to get that big lineman ass moving somehow, and the only way to do it is with the slant. How about you, Max? Oh, okay. So mine. Because I'm real hard on the quarterbacks. Yeah, um, mine is not out here. Mine's probably in the film room. Mm. I thought I actually like knew quite a bit about football, but it turns out I don't know anything. Um, uh, like one of the first times, like he'll put you on the board and 
like he'll pressure you so then you get all nervous and you don't know what you're riding and <laughs> one of the first times I did that uh Matt embarrassed me <laughs> in front of everyone like and I thought I knew stuff but I really didn't know anything and of course he posted it and so then you know like <laughs> of course really, he posted yeah, it yeah and so yeah that was probably my worst like most embarrassing moment did you here. study uh, I bet you went home and started studying. Yeah, after that, you? it was pretty hard. You know what 11 3 by one is <laughs> yeah. now, don't you? Yeah. Under <laughs> Sam Stack. And a uh -huh. notebook, yeah. Yep. Yes, yep. That's probably mine. Well, good. Quarterbacks that don't know anything play safety. I actually take <laughs> back. If I can go. Oh, hey, You can play quarterback. Just saying, they play, they play safety. If I can go back on my story, actually, I just thought of something. Oh, something else. Nice. Uh, <laughs> it was my 16th birthday. And we were here. I think, do you remember this? I remember this. And we pushed like, like 30 sleds up and back. And Happy birthday, on, Carson. Yeah, we were all laying on the concrete over there, and Matt just posts all of us absolutely dead. And I was, I was like, I just turned 16. Yeah. And you're like, oh. You should have just told me that you wouldn't have had to do it. I'm like, oh, nice. Yeah, we had three different yeah. types of sleds. We had the wooden sled. That's we had the, the wood sled. The metal sled. The break. Everyone yeah. was over here yeah, just right dying, here. right? And then we had to push the bag over there with our butts on it. Like, oh, the back pedal sled. Yeah, those are terrible. Yeah, we had three yeah. different types, and we had, I think he's, you said 15 each. And it was, oh, God. That was, that was not But fun. just wait. Just wait until winter conditioning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Early and Early and rolly. Daddy told me to start Early and rolly. Better start running. <clears throat> How about you, Lopez? Uh, it's probably on the board too. One day I was just went in there a little cocky. Like I, I know I'm, I, I, I think I'm pretty good at the board. And then you called me up to the board, and just all of a sudden I just blanked out. Like I, you forgot every time. And I was just like, didn't even know what a three tech was at the time. And I was just like. And then you just yelled at me. It was like, "What the fuck?" And I was just like, <laughs> "I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing right now." <laughs> we just pushed sleds for like a fat 30 minutes, just down and back for 30 minutes straight, and I was just like, dead. So you know, I know the best part about this is before Cole goes, <laughs> all of you, every single one of you, with the exception of Cole, because he lives in Grand Junction, for God's sakes, every one of you in the last 18 months has taken somebody into the room for me and shut the door, a new kid, and taught them the entire foundation of what we do here mentally, everything. Mm -hmm. The personnel groupings, the fronts, the linebacker adjustments, the secondary adjustments, the protections, the draw series, the screen series, all of it. That's why I do it to you. So when you walk into your college and the coach starts talking football, right? Because terms change, schemes the same, right? Yeah. Schemes consistent, the terms is gonna change, right? When they call it one thing and you already know it from here, now all of a sudden you're being vocal in the meeting room and all of a sudden you're on the field because the coach can what? Trust, Trust you, exactly. Exactly. How about you, Cole? Uh, yeah, like I haven't really said, been on your ass too yeah, hard. No. But, uh, I'm from Grand Junction, so I haven't, I don't get to come up here every morning and stuff like these guys. But um, I think the worst time probably up here was my first time ever. Um, I was, Most times are. Yeah, no, and the, the, to top it all off, I was, uh, I was sick that morning. I had thrown up prior to the workout. Um, but I came in here, and I was working out with the linemen, actually, my first time. And, you know, I was a receiver, so I thought I had decent feet. Uh, no, I didn't. Not for alignment at all. It's, <laughs> it is totally different. Um, but you know, we were doing pull and stuff, and I didn't even know. Like, I couldn't even open my hips and get out for a pull and stuff. And you know, I was sick, so I was just dying okay. and stuff. And then we finally got done, and I was sitting in the bathroom right there with my hands on the sink, just looking at myself, like. <laughs> 
do I really want to do this? Like, <laughs> this is not fun. But no, and then, you know, you come back and then I'm leaving after every time I leave here now, I'm like, I want to do this every day. Like, it's, this is awesome. But I think that's the like, difference between like us and like a lot of other people is like everybody asks themselves, do I actually want to do this? But like, it happens more than just once. You know, oh, yeah. it, it happens, it happens Guys, every workout. I ask myself all the time. Do I really want to keep doing this shit? We know. <laughs> I mean, I, it's something I struggle with, guys. I, I struggle with it terribly. Terribly. Because we talked about this yesterday, right? You equated it to like a like you've been dating someone for five years and then they just leave. And I was listen I was like listening to it and thinking about it, and I was like, I mean, it's kind of weird, but it's true. It's yeah, damn we true. It's one hundred percent true. You've been working with for like multiple years, and they just up and leave. They leave, nowhere. and it it's hurts like, the yeah, shit. Out. It, like it stabs me in the heart. It hurts me. Bad. Someone that you've established a great relationship with, and then all of a sudden they just they just act like nothing, like none of that happened. It, exactly. Yeah. Just leave, and the money is money. It's fine. I can make more money. The relationship is ruined, mm-hmm. and they're kids. They don't know. And then what's the worst part about it? When the coach asks, how's he doing? And like the kid committed and then quit. And the coach is like, oh, yeah, he's committed. It's great. And we'll get him right. And he's going to have all that time with you. And I'm like, oh, no, he quit. And the coach goes, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, coach, I don't know, man. He just he decided to quit. I don't know. He committed and then just walked out. I can't get a hold of him. Man. Another thing that I find insane. So. No, Matt, can I, one of the Please. When I sat in on coach, your- coach Marsh, introduce yourself, brother. Coach Marsh, I'm Max's dad, and I'm also a coach, but I'm at, uh, I'm at Eagle Crest, and I got to sit in on some of your meetings and stuff, and one of the things that, that I always think was the greatest thing that you said is, and you were talking to Cole, you said, you need to thank your grandparents, and you, that you're six foot six, and, and you know, the genetics, and that you guys can run a four four, and all those things, but, but what you said is that you're going to, you're giving the guys the tools to make sure that they they're going to make it. You're giving them the tools to make sure that they can stay. And that was the, yes. and that yes, was the biggest thing. I think that that's a huge statement, you know, because that's the big thing. And your, your whole goal was to, you know, of course, get them there, but make sure that they all have the, the courage and, and have been tested enough to be able to stay with the program. And that's the big key. Thanks. Right. Coach. It's not a, it's not college football is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Amen to that. And you got to be able to go and compete and do the right stuff and go through a lot of down times to get your, to, you know, to, to get your degree and to do all those things that you want. And so that to me is one of the things I think that, that you really, that makes a difference with these kids for the next, these kids are going to be successful and they'll stay. They'll oh, that, and that's, stay. that's the beauty of this is thank you coach yeah. for real, man. Uh, yeah, you're lucky to have a coach and dad like that, man, for real. That's, that's free stand up. It, it, look, we'll wrap this up because I know everybody's got stuff to do. We can sit here and talk all day, but that that resonates with me big time. Okay. Colorado had a disease for he still does. A transfer and you know, coach screwed me over disease. There's no such thing as a coach screwing you over. That's the worst excuse on earth. Okay. The the ability for you guys to go where you're going and be foundation and stay there, you wanna know how I know? I just watched Bear Miller start nine games as a true freshman for Stanford, right? Austin's the swing guy getting in as, as his freshman. Drake's in as a freshman. Ray's in as, been playing as a redshirt freshman, right? Everybody at this table is gonna have opportunity to play early. You're different. Herm Edwards, the great Herm Edwards, okay? Was my rookie year head coach, okay? He used to say this to us all the time. 
I, something that I will remember for my entire life. He said it to me on my first day. You're all equal, but you ain't the same. Everyone's equal. We're all equal. We all breathe. It's great. You're entitled to oxygen. That's awesome. We're all equal in society. Awesome. High five. But we are not the fucking same. Do not act like you are. My Herman, I ain't gonna treat 9-5 like I treat 28. 28's car is mine, it's a Hall of Fame of shit. I ain't gonna treat 9-5 like I treat 28. 9-5, run. <laughs> Put down 95, never called me by my name. In fact, when I saw him at CU Arizona State, he called me 95. 95! And I was like, Herm! <laughs> so, the ability for you guys to go and lead and be foundation is why we do this shit, guys. And, uh, I mean, I, anybody else have any questions or anything else anybody want to say? And anyone in the room, it don't matter. We can get in here. Got can anything else? Touch on one more thing. Well, it, it depends on where you want to touch. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no uh, so these are six of the best high school football players in the state, but only one is staying in Colorado, which is interesting. Ooh, this is a good question. Why is that? Why did you guys end up choosing Ooh. schools that weren't? You know, Colorado, Colorado State, well, Colorado, can, so many options. I can speak for one guy at the table. If they don't know your name, it's going to be pretty hard to recruit you. Mm -hmm. Aiden. Yeah. Yeah, my, so I, I took, I went with uh, an official visit to see you, and I got there, and they're like, who are you? And I'm, like, I'm Aiden. I play football more. And you're, like, you're Aiden. Oh, let's see if you have a name tag. All right, he texts yeah. me. He texts me, and he's like, coach, I'm here. And uh, they don't have, they don't know my name. And my response was, ah! <laughs> and so it was just, it, I don't know. I didn't really enjoy it the was. experience. It still is. I went, I went to Ohio State. They're like, Aiden, welcome. Walked right in the door. <laughs> I went, I went to Notre Dame. Aiden, how you doing, man? They someone greeted me at the car. Hey, it was just Coach Starker wasn't even there. None of those coaches were there, and he is going to be so pissed <laughs> off about this. <laughs> He's going to be so hot, gonna say, dude. He's going to be so <laughs> angry. Talk. Yeah. That was Henry asked this question, not me. <laughs> How about um, you, Reese? Love that. Um, I just, I just never dreamt about staying in state ever since I was young. I, I was clear with Coach Cap, and you just wanted to leave. Yeah, especially. Um, and there's, there's a lot of guys saw, that want to do right, that. And I saw both coaching staffs, and um, and I, I, I think this coaching staff is going to get see you on the right road. Mm. I, a lot of I'm excited. Him, but shoot, I, ever since I was young, I. I dreamt about traveling across the country, playing for a team. My sister did it before me. She was recruited across the country for soccer. So it was like, didn't she yeah. just finish her career? Uh, no, she's a junior. She's she's going into her senior year at Coastal Carolina. Nice. And, um, yeah, no, it's damn we athletes. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, so I, I always wanted to go out of state. It was nothing against this in here or nothing like that. It's just that was a personal kind of dream of mine. So. Max, they'll regret not getting me in there. Trust me. Yeah. I, and I don't think I I think that if they would have pursued you like K State did. Yeah. You'd be in Boulder. So. Yeah. How about you, Cole? Yeah, you know, like uh, like Reese said, it's, you got to give a lot of credit to this coaching staff. Uh, they're a great coaching staff and stuff, and they recruited me really hard. And it was awesome that they were my first offer and stuff. Um, and I connected with the coaching staff pretty well and stuff, and it was really hard not to pick CU. Um, but I'm kind of like Reese, you know, I, wanna, I wanted to go out of state. I thought it would be really cool to go. Um, somewhere else. I don't know how many players from Colorado have ever gone to, ever LSU? Gone to LSU. I don't yeah. know if anybody ever has. Yeah, I don't honestly. think anyone ever has. But, I mean, Chris uh, Fox is the only other guy. Chris and Carlo Kemp went to Michigan. He's up there now. Uh, McCaffrey's at Michigan. There's yeah. obviously a bunch of older guys. Yeah. I, I think Lopez's situation is kind of unique, too. And, and one thing I, I 
respect about Chase so much is the decision he made as a man. You know, it, Bobo's gone at CSU, so I'll just say this. Colorado State's straight fucked up, period. And they're going to regret it. They will regret it. And this man's going to make them. And Air Force screwed up, too. They, he's going to make them regret this. So when, when I sat down with your future head coach and Coach Tyler, and we were in future head coach's name. What's your head coach's coach name? Coach Nielsen. Yeah. yeah. Coach Nielsen and Coach TP came in, mm -hmm. and we sat down and talked. And, you know, we, CSU's been harping, harping, harping. Yeah, we love Lopez. We love him. We love him. We want him to walk on. And that's the old adage here in Colorado. Like, oh, well, we really don't need to get the Colorado. We don't need to give him that much love. He can walk on. And I told him straight, like, look, guys, he's not a walk-on football player. He's earned scholarship money. He's worked his ass off for this opportunity. He's not walking on. If you guys want him, you better pony up. And that's exactly what South Dakota did. Like, it's very rare for a 1AA school to pony up the kind of support that they did for Chase. And when they sat there in the room and they go, he's the diamond of our recruiting class, we got to get this kid, that's what I need to hear from coaches. And when I hear that from college coaches and they know they can't bullshit me, it reiterates why I push you so hard and why we're pushing the sled 20 times and why I'm on your ass about being a leader because I know what you are. Yeah. And just because the, some of the college coaches can't see it, I see it. I have one fucking eye and I see it. Okay? <laughs> so I question how they don't at times, boys. Period. Does that answer your question, Henry? I think so. I kind of want to hear from Carson still, though. How about you, Carson? Why'd you stay? Yeah. Um, I think I just grew up in Colorado, and it was always, always a dream of mine to stay in-state. Like you said, when I walked in here, the, my, the two schools I mentioned wanting to play was CU and Stanford. I think Stanford, just because of the prestigious university and the academics that they that, that get involved. No but, one goes to the games. Yeah. Can you guys believe that, by the way? That's crazy. That is nuts. That's I went and saw Drake and, and Bear play, and there were literally like 7,000 people there, and some weirdo spinning around in a tree the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I talked to Drake about that the other day, and he's like, it's okay, they're all in space. I'm like, I'm like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to cut you no, off. No, no problem. And so I, I think that was just a big thing for me to stay in state and be a guy that can represent and bring Colorado back to like how Matt was. He wanted to stay in state and be a guy that brought Colorado back to how they were in the 90s. And I think that that's my goal. And I think Coach Tucker's a guy that's going to be able to get the program going in the right way and be a guy that can do that. You were the first committee of your class, right? Yeah, I was I the first committee of my player. class, too. Yeah. So I, I loved how you went to work on the recruiting trail for him, too. Yeah. That was and, awesome. and I, and I, t I totally get going out of state. I mean, I had, I had Michigan, too. Like I, I get being recruited by these national programs. And going to Michigan and seeing the winning the winningest program of all time and all this stuff that they, they have to offer and that I mean, that that's hard to that's hard to say no as well but at the same time you go up to Boulder and you're like they, they don't have uh, Michigan doesn't have anything else to offer them what CU does CU Ooh, just hasn't had the coach. CU just <laughs> CU just hasn't had had the guys at the helm that they need to have and I think okay. they do now and I, I will say I will say this I will say this real quick I love the I love you guys talking shit that's why we do this cuz I'm telling you there's nothing better, nothing better. You're going to college, you play with your boys for four or five years. If you're so lucky to go to the NFL and you actually get to play against your friends, there is absolutely nothing better than beating the shit out of everybody. Nothing. <laughs> nothing on earth. I didn't, get any, I didn't have any friends that I went and played with in high school. They didn't have this at Niwot High School. I was the first guy ever to leave that place and probably the only guy since. Hey, they're real good. Go Cougs. <laughs> um, holy hell uh, but I will say this I don't think it matters where you guys play because I know how you're going to do it 
right? It don't matter where you play, it matters how you play. And uh, yeah, I'm damn excited for you guys, man. I cannot wait to watch you chase this dream. So I'm always here and I expect to see you guys in here in four or five years getting ready for that big show, mm -hmm. okay? Remember, football's a business, act accordingly, okay? No hobby shit. Go to college and be the dominant force that you are. All right? If you feel disrespected, if you feel spited, show me. And every one of you have something to overcome, regardless if you're going to LSU, Michigan, Notre Dame, C, it don't fucking matter where you go. Prove it. Right? Mm -hmm. Proud of you guys. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, Coach.